0: Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Thursday, September 15th. We're back. National Hotel Employee Day. I don't think I have ever met a hotel employee. Maybe that's because it's our age demographic, but I feel like this is a Kalem question about hotel employees. So you go ahead. What's the question? Choose
1: your own adventure. I don't know any uh, hotel employees. (laughs) I don't have that kind of money. Um, Maybe a hostel employee, but no hotel employees.
2: (laughs) Well, you know what a good job would be? The... I don't know his name, but the guy that like takes your bags in the little cart and then takes them to your room and stuff. That's a bellhop. Awesome. Yeah. Shout out that guy. You <laughs> oh. chose the right job. In what way is that a good job? That's
0: what I'm saying. It seeing. just looks fun. You
3: just drive around a little like cart all day. I think the best would be like the front desk, like, cause then you just, it's not super busy. You don't <laughs> have to do much. You just kind of chill. I think that's Placing probably games on the,
2: phone. the worst job whenever I go to a hotel. And I go to the front desk, they're, like, getting screamed at because they're overbooked or, like, someone is asking for things they can't get. Yeah, but at least it's, like, entertaining, right? What?
0: You're getting scolded, though. I don't think that's worth it. Different strokes, I guess. (laughs) I think it would also be the worst because it would be the most boring but I also don't think the bellhop is in any way a good job. I don't know what Adam was going for with that one.
2: If you're a bellhop at a hotel, like if your hotel has a bellhop, you're probably getting tipped fat. So you're probably making a lot
3: of money. Good point.
0: Fair. What about valet, though? The
3: cleaning crew, though, can we agree they're the worst, though? What do you mean? Like, the, the, the like they're the housekeeping? worst people? Like they're, no, no, they're great people, surely. But they're, they have to grind the hardest, you know? Yeah, it's a Clean up all the gross job. stuff.
2: Yeah, just terrible. Isn't a friend of the show, Ethan Curl, part of the uh, cleaning
3: operation? Uh, well, he, I mean, you know, he works with elderly people. I think it's more than just cleaning, though. Okay. Well, I mean, mostly cleaning, but, you know. Just a
2: little. What was your point with that? I was just, I wasn't sure what his job was. I was just
3: asking. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: That was a, that was a clarifying question to get to that point. You know what I heard about cleaning products, though, is, Someone could be really, really bad for you if you're exposed to them that frequently. And some people, just by removing them from their house, they feel better because of the chemicals that are in them. Like it's, there's a lot, there's a deep rabbit hole
1: you can go down about cleaning products. That's why Adam doesn't have any soap or deodorant in his house for his own personal safety. Does Adam not have any soap in his house? You ever been around him? Clearly, he doesn't have any soap in his house. <laughs> wow, I went took the bait. i mean i always pegged you for a pretty clean
3: guy like you never smell bad or anything that's good to hear
0: calum is the king of like uh like a 20 second joke that has like multiple legs to it that's kind of his forte and that one fell right into the trap i knew where that was going and i wasn't falling in but i'm glad owen did
2: or the or the seven second like room 40 joke
0: that's kind of his favorite I did get hit with the room 40 joke the other day. I was kind of half paying attention and then he just dunked on me. So that was tough, but.
1: And we were rolling, which, oh man, I wish we got that on tape, but next time I get a good one, I'll save it for, uh, for
0: an appearance. Good, good. Let's make sure we do that. That's gold that we need on tape. It's all today actually was bald and beautiful day, which I think I would like to state that I will be the first one to go bald, I think. So that's why I wanted to bring it up because, boy, am I thinning up at the top. It's really – I don't I don't know why I'm going on the record with this now, but I think I will be wow. the first.
2: Is September 13th actually bald and beautiful day because that's a heat omen?
0: Yes. It's also Adam's birthday today, so happy birthday to Adam. Heat. Yeah, yeah I'm, sure. I've,
2: I've been thinning too. I actually looked in my car mirror the other day and – you can see like between the hairs of my Afro way more than you used to be able to. So it's definitely getting tough.
0: That definitely was an Adam show. The it's bringing up the day falling into the trap. It was almost as much of an Adam show as his be real today. The caption just said, happy birthday, which that was Adam show, but it is your birthday. So you can do what you want. Well, it was more
2: like, uh, I don't know the word for it, but you know, when like, (laughs) When someone's writing a book and it's like a a beautiful message in an ugly setting, like contrasting. It was like me in my bed, sick, and then it was like happy birthday, you know?
0: Oh, I see. It's like
2: a contrast thing.
0: Mm, not not like jumbo shrimp, but I know what you're getting at there, like a little bit. I know what you're getting at. Anyway.
2: Yeah, yeah, juxtaposition if that's a word.
0: Yeah, that's it. Thank you. That's the way to go. Um. Obviously, we got to get to Owen because I actually don't know – what it was like for him watching the start of that game i did send him some messages but i didn't hear back i guess as it was happening so maybe tell me a little bit about how you saw the play or how you found out the news and where you're at right now obviously
3: so a friend of the show victor was actually over at my uh, at my residence and he was just i think he was setting some some of his best before the game he played, he made sort of a parlay with Aaron Rodgers over 0.5 yards, total yards, um, which I thought was pretty interesting. Um, And then he went down to watch the game, but I, I, you know, I was, I was deep in my, in my academic bag. So I was actually reading a book that I, you know, I had to read for school. So I was reading and I was like, you know, I'll read, you know, I'll finish this sort of section that I was reading uh, and then I'll go down. And then I saw the replay um, immediately went to Twitter and people were saying it was, pretty serious people were saying it's achilles all this type of stuff um and so i was sad I, I really was but then i was kind of kind of happy because i got i got to see like zach wilson in the game and i was pretty i was excited to see how he would
0: do oh at the end of the day you're a zach wilson guy and that that's what got you into the jets you're the only fan ever who's been referred to the jets by zach potentially and you're you're a diehard you're true and true
3: He's not my favorite quarterback to watch, but I, I was excited to see. I was excited to see what he had learned in his few months behind Aaron Rodgers,
0: and <laughs> he hit Matt Milano in stride. He learned a lot. Yeah, that
3: was. Yeah, that was maybe the worst throw I've ever seen. It was like I was watching it with Victor, and we were just both laughing. It was just so bad. Yeah, like he. I don't know. He's just. I don't think is built to be an NFL quarterback. I think is what I realized. I realized maybe that later and then this reminded me of it is there's like maybe 25 or 30 other quarterbacks who would like see sort of that alignment and and, and sort of read the linebackers and then not make the throw or throw somewhere else. But he just sort of doesn't have that uh, ability in his brain. Like his brain isn't developed football when it comes to football enough to be able to recognize that. So, I mean, yeah, he's, he'll never cut it, but
1: it's good to watch.
0: That's what I was exactly going to say is like, Aaron Rodgers can't tell him to read the linebacker like you either read the, either know to read the linebacker or you don't and his brain yeah. just doesn't commute but he, then he does make that great throw when he was rolling out to the right and it's like oh the talent's so obvious but if you don't have the brain I mean there's just no point in even trying really
3: yeah there isn't and there, for him there probably isn't but I mean he made a lot of money so that's good
1: Win. I don't know. I, like, honestly, I thought the Jets looked good, at least on defense. I guess that's not really a hot take. Uh, I mean, they kind of embarrassed the Bills' offense. Yeah, quarterback's an issue. The one, my big takeaway from the game is, like, every time they cut to Zach Wilson close up, he looked like he had, like, a little bit of a smirk on his face, which I guess it's an awkward spot because you, you're you getting your shop, but it comes at, uh, at the cost of an injury to one of your boys. But I think, like, you know, Pretend to look sad about it. He looked just like pretty openly happy about the injury and, and getting the opportunity. So that's a questionable look. I don't know about that one.
0: He does have the face that's kind of, I don't know what I would even describe it as, but it's like light punchable is the way I would describe oh, it.
1: Oh, heavy punchable. Heavy punchable. Yeah.
0: So I feel like he carries that well. And I liked also that Robert Sally yesterday said, I don't know why people are writing the O bit about our season. Because we have Zach. It's like, dude, you were the one who was throwing Zach in the trash last year for Mike White, Joe Flacco, and everybody else. So I don't know why he's acting. I know he has to, but I don't know, kind of a dire straight situation. I will say, though, I did see the name Matt Ryan on the radar, and I did send (laughs) that to Owen, because if that happens, I am all the way in. I I need one more farewell last dance tour, Matty Ice.
3: It, the best would be that the the O-line is so bad. uh, It's like the worst possible situation for Matt Ryan. Like, like it, It's like bottom five. So he would just, it would just be pure comedy. Like, uh, I, I could not imagine a better
0: outcome from this whole thing. Serious signing though. Kaepernick would be good. I feel like, you know, he's only <laughs> 37. <laughs> he's only been working out every day for the last seven years. So he's ready. Called his agent, yeah that agent didn't make a call i would just i would like to say that right
3: now <laughs> i i i'm starting to doubt that he even has an agent on file like at what point it's like ten, it's been 10 years
1: could be a lamar situation <laughs> yeah. where he is his agent and he called like you're just <laughs> he called throwing him. money away
3: at that point
0: yeah why do you have an agent on payroll dude what's his income right now He's got yeah, the.
3: Yeah, there's only so many Netflix series you can make before you need to get a job, right? I'm can, assuming I don't know what my Netflix bags like,
0: but you you can only sell so many
1: Ben and Jerry flavors a year, you know. One take I'd like to get off about the Jets game is I don't know how to feel about uh, Robert Sala. Uh Like I've gone kind of back and forth on him, but what I will say is after the punt return touchdown, being like one of the first guys in the pile and like just running down, some people look at a coach reacting like that and they're like, oh, you know act like you've been there before but i kind of like that that whole play that sequence made me like him that he's like in there with the boys getting fired up uh i'm still a little out on him but that was a a boost so, to his i mean just based on gathering
2: info from your appearances i think you're a big like with the boys coach because you love dan campbell the reason you love Salah is because of him celebrating with the boys And I remember you coming on and saying Mike McDaniel is like unfunny and not a good coach or something. So I think I think your kind of personality is the coach that fires up the boys and you don't like the nerdy coach. Yeah, that's correct.
3: Good assessment. Glad we got to the bottom of it.
0: Adam read that (laughs) like an elite quarterback. He didn't read that like Zach Wilson or Justin Fields. That was an advanced thesis and that was a swish. I do – like the way that you went out of your way to say Salah. I've never heard anybody go to it that way, and it was nice. that you I'm just trying of,
1: to be respectful.
0: Yeah, that you kind of lightened up on the last syllable. It really gave it some flair. So that was good. I also say something nice about the Jets game. I thought Brees Hall looked amazing, actually. Oh, yeah. Like so good that I want to say why would they ever sign Dalvin Cook? <laughs> That's what I would say.
3: Yeah, Dalvin Cook looked like the worst Cook on the field. Like, I think James looked better than he did. But, like, McDermott's got to be on the hot seat. Can we agree on that? Like, it's hot seat time for him.
0: I agree. Like, it's at least warm. It's warm. It's it's warm. And I agree that they haven't had Allen since Dayball has been heat. And I know you're a Dayball hater, but you can argue the facts that. He has been heat since dayball. And I am, I, I'm starting to come around on the dayball hate unrelated because I did see that Michael K said he threw a huge rager at his house on Saturday night, which as a coach, I'm kind of out on that. But low key respect, Caleb might like that.
1: Yeah, I do. I have to like that.
0: Sorry, I digress, but I agree. Lukewarm seat. Adam, you vehemently denied. I haven't seen enough of a body of,
2: I don't know what. He can really do. Like, I don't think he can tell Josh,
3: like, hey, don't throw the ball at the other team. I can give you some, maybe one tip, would be you bring in the worst quarterback into the league, maybe like sell out for the run, like a little more, right? Like you don't need to. You know, like a ninety-yard run should not be happening when Dak Wilson's in the game. Like yeah, your yards per carry should like drop. Probably.
2: A ninety-yard run never happens because you don't see the run coming. A ninety-yard run happens because when your player on the field misses his assignment.
3: That's the well, only I was time. probably I probably a few, but there. The, that's an example of. I mean, his defense uh, wasn't where it needed to be, and then you you add the offensive concerns onto that, and I think it's like the whole team. It's not just Josh Allen. The team isn't. Performing and a lot of it is, but it's not just him. The team just isn't performing at the level we need them to be. And to me, that falls in the coach.
0: Yeah. I know this has been said a hundred times, but you're up 13 to three. You're against Zach Wilson. I'm just putting eight guys in the box like every time, and I'm just playing the most conservative style possible. Josh Allen, that was a really stinker of a loss. I'm a Josh Allen guy, I still respect him. But if you, th- this is another one of those brain things, if you don't, if you just don't get it and and he's had some heat moments, you know, the Cincinnati playoff game, this I would qualify as a heat moment. If you just, if your brain can't do it, then I'm starting to come to the, around to the idea that I might just, I might just be out on you if your brain isn't there because you see this Justin Fields thing. And I watched an insightful video one hour long about Justin Fields. And it was the most insightful video I think I've ever seen because it's like, oh my God, like he just doesn't, He just can't do it. He's, like, super talented, obviously, but if you can't read the things that are happening in front of you, it'll just never work. And then you see Jordan Love, and it's like, okay, he doesn't have the arm strength of the ball placement, but at least he, like, reads it properly, you know? He at least can run an offense efficiently. If you just hero ball like Josh Allen did or Fields, I don't know, man. I'm kind of out on that, but those are my guys. I'm kind of – maybe I'm at a crossroads as a quarterback guy.
1: Oh, I just watched the same video, Yeah. It was a great video (laughs) well and actually the one thing I think that's worth mentioning about that is uh in the video like they break down a little bit okay where is uh where is Justin Fields dropping the ball and you know not letting it go where he needs to and where like the weird scheming decisions so I think uh without a breakdown like that it's hard to like hang a loss like that for the Bills on oh Josh Allen played like shit or Sean McDermott didn't draw it up right uh so I don't really know. But I think at the end of the day, when you're a team who has that level of expectation uh, year in, year out, uh, and Sean McDermott and Josh Allen, I guess, combined, have not really delivered uh, on the on the potential, I think it's, of course, a warm seat. So just getting my vote in there.
0: I like that. I, I, I think they've had a lot of chances to get something done, so I'm with you there. I think we can agree that the Bills are still in the good zone just so we can get this on the record. But I think... Owen said he never wanted to demote after a win. I feel like we could make an exception and bump the Jets down to the frisk zone. That would be my take, if not maybe one further, but that's probably just me.
3: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, big time. They have to.
0: Okay. Alright, so we'll send them down. That's a Monday night fallout. And and I would be remiss if I didn't ask, Owen, are we going to see Aaron Rodgers again with the Jets? Is he going to come back next season, do you think?
3: Yeah. He's got he's to take care of his boys. Yeah. I'm sure he, it's. I mean, I, you know, he he went out there and he told Garrett Wilson like he he let him down. All this stuff. um I think he he thinks he's like the the dad of the team, and so he he in his head, I think he's since at least last year, sort of the scene where he's in Green Bay and he you know walks out with, um I think it was it AJ Dillon or or um, Randall Cobb or uh, Ra- alex, Randall Jones. Clark, it was. <laughs> alex Jones who was Alex. I was about to say Alex Jones. <laughs> Definitely not that. Um, that and, and now it's like, you know, he's he's he's. I'm sure he's said all types of stuff to his teammates where it's like, I'll be back and we're going to get the job done. And so then that's going to play into next season when he comes back and then they win the Super
1: Bowl. And that's going to be the
3: last scene in the movie. So but yeah. anyways, yes, he'll be
1: back. I think you're playing a dangerous game trying to uh, guess what's going on in Aaron Rodgers' head <laughs> on any matter at any time. I think he'll need to consult uh you know with the people around him and then of course do uh the spirit realm. two, two yeah. to three weeks in darkness yeah uh take some different medications some natural path stuff i hope he comes back that'd be a real shit way to go out so yeah i think yeah. he'll probably have some sort of uh, uh i don't even want to call it a victory lap but i think he'll have a last lap i also think aaron rogers is the fakest deep person of all time yeah so no we can't do this every appearance, but that's why I hate Matthew McConaughey. So Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, yeah, fake person. But let's not fucking don't go for the crown because that's okay, okay. firmly at the head. Prince McConaughey, sure.
0: Yeah, I agree. He's going to do some some soul searching for sure. Some deep posts. He already started with that one today. Um, I listen. I hate the guy. I I really do. He really gets under my skin. But. I was looking forward to having him around. So I was pretty bummed out that he got hurt because it was just not nearly as fun, which that that makes me sad because I was really looking forward to this jet season. And honestly, there's nothing I could really compare that to like 75 seconds of game time. I like Gordon Hayward when he broke his leg was like the closest thing I could think of to something like that, where it was like first game of the season, big injury I don't really know that anything else compares. Adam, you're also his guy, so maybe you want to get a, a well wishes and a thank you card in for him here.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I was just kind of sad. I don't I don't know if there's any other way to place it. It just kind of it makes the season a little less exciting and more sad, and I just kind of feel bad for – it's not even like I just feel bad for Jets fans. I feel bad for NFL fans because it just kind of makes the season worse.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. It's a detractor for sure. So get well soon. Hopefully he plays next year. And I also want to send a get well soon to Mike Pereira, uh, the Fox rules expert who's out for the season with back surgery. I'm going to miss Mike Mm -hmm. Pereira on the broadcast. So get well soon. That would be my prayer card to him. Um, All right, let's do these picks. Thursday night football. Last week, actually, we went three and two. We won all the games that we picked regular And then we lost the two that we submitted. Now, where did we go wrong? I think, Adam, you nominated the Steelers. We accepted that. I think we underthought that. I think that was a mistake on our part. We will not underthink again. Let's let's go with that.
2: I think, I think we overthought that. I think, like the because all the casual like, not no offense to anyone in my life. But all the people who don't really like know much about the league and don't think too hard about their picks were like, "Oh, 49ers minus minus two. Like, why would you ever take anyone? Why would you ever take the Steelers?" So, I think that's like an off-season overthink. Mm. Um, but yeah, i'll I'll take the I'll take a
1: larger piece of the pie for that one for sure. Adam, there's nothing on earth that makes me more mad than that. I had Andrew in my ear last week saying. why would you guys take the Steelers? Like Niners minus two, that's so easy. First of all, show me a bet slip. Show me where you put your money down on this, because I got par on this game. Yeah, I agree. It's like it's a leveling game where there's layers of, is this a rat line? Is this a double rat line? I've seen, on occasion, triple rat lines in the past. So (laughs) uh, there's so many levels to this. You don't want to underthink, but you definitely do not want to overthink. Yeah, and not
2: perfectly think. Not double down, but there's also like, there's people in your life that, you know, leave the picks league that you're in or refuse to join the picks league that you're in and then proceed to like roast you on your picks as if they're like, like, yeah. you. I I want to see your bet sheet. Yes. I bet you didn't go 13 and three.
0: There needs to be an eligibility for these people to enter the conversation about this stuff because it is so easy to be a sideline, Mr. I'm always right. I And this is the thing. Caleb nailed it when he's talking about the rat lines because this week I'm looking at this sheet and I could convince myself and twist myself, Simone Biles in the air into every single side of the sheet. I could pick 32 teams this weekend and I would think that I'm right for many different reasons. So that being said, I do have some strong feelings about the games this week. So I'm looking forward to these picks. I expect a five and oh and shout out to Colin who won the other blazing five went oh and five so i think our blazing five needs to go against his in the year-to-year standings and that's our judge of how good we are and then winner keeps the name that's what i'm hoping for
2: just to preface i i think we need to be aware that the week one underdog also carries over into week two historically its first two weeks yeah. so let's just be aware of that moving forward
0: okay let's look at some dogs this week let's try to get some dogs in there that (laughs) I like a lot of favorites. Heat. Um, Thursday I night like a f- lot of dogs. <laughs> Thursday night football. Vikings at Eagles. Going to be a good game. They played last year and the Eagles uh, desecrated in his mouth. Kirk Cousins, nighttime. We're used to this stuff. Now, the line is Eagles minus. It's been moving quite a bit. It started at seven and a half. It's down to six and a half. And I've looked. The large percentage of the public money is on the Eagles but Vegas seems to favor the Vikings in this game. And it seems like the sharp money's on the Vikings. And I know Adam likes the Vikings. So let's go to him first to try to hear out why that could be.
2: This is one that I was trying not to overthink. I saw seven and a half. Um, It seems like a big overreaction to the Vikings losing this past week. Um, And I obviously don't like this team, but it's week two. It's a team that you played last year. It's a night game. Uh, There's just, there's, there's so many reasons that I don't see this game being... Like, it can be a blowout, but I think just you have to take the seven-point dog that isn't a terrible team. I don't think the Vikings are a terrible team. I just don't like them. So I think seven points is... Or six and a half, whatever. I just... I personally prefer the Eagles, but if... if or the Vikings, but if you all like the Eagles, I can slide over.
3: I like the Vikings for the same reasons. I mean, I think they are a better team than they played last year or last week and i think the eagles um like showed some legitimate flaws in their game last week
2: and they also lost three players i think they lost uh, gainwell they lost two guys on defense so um they have a few injuries going into this week on a short week
0: yes and i thought like owen said i thought they showed some cracks last week not a perfect game they obviously have a new offensive coordinator Um, but I think that their defense, missing those three starters, I think the Vikings will be able to move the ball. I think the Vikings, long time, have had a capable offense. They're pretty consistent. They have a second-year coach. They know what they're doing. They're going to want to bounce back after a tough week. I don't think they're going to win the game. My only fear with taking this pick, because I feel like we're on the right side, is nighttime kirk comes back and rears his head against us that is my only legitimate fear but so far three vikings leaners caleb do you have a strong preference against that
1: uh the holy bible says not to build your house on sand uh and betting (laughs) on kirk cousins in a prime time game that feels like a sand that said uh six and a half is a lot of points it's not a divisional game but it somehow has a divisional feel uh, especially with that game last year. I think we go with the hungry dog. Uh, the message in Philadelphia's locker room is like, okay, we got the job done against New England. We got some stuff to clean up. Whereas in Minnesota, it's uh, we just got embarrassed by Baker Mayfield. So uh, I'll take the fire there. Uh, give me the six and a half. Give me the Vikings. Okay. Clean clean board on the Vikes. I don't mind it straight up. Just saying.
0: I do. I don't either, actually. <laughs> <laughs> interesting maybe that could be a bonus point for us if that goes through if you're the guy on the vikings who got told i don't even want to say the things baker mayfield said to this guy because just holy cringe but you might need to just exit the building and take your stuff in the brown cardboard box and just cut that would be what i would do if i was that guy but anyway vikings six and a half okay sunday night football patriots at home taking on miami Dolphins minus two and a half on the road. Patriots, by the way, wearing the red jerseys, if that makes you feel any type of way about this game. And if it also makes you feel any type of way, they are down six offensive linemen or on the injury report for the Patriots. It's week two. But to set that off, they signed Ian Book to the practice squad. So maybe that's kind of an offset, getting the ultimate guy Ian Book in there. But where do you lean on this line, Owen?
3: I liked the Patriots. It basically I just think they they've there's been overrating and underrating and overcorrection and undercorrection on both sides. I do think Miami looked fantastic <laughs> last year last week of course. Like they're one of the most impressive teams at least offensively. But I think it's important to note Brandon Staley couldn't uh, he couldn't coach the 85 Bears defense into a good defense. <laughs> um and so I think there's an important asterisk there that uh, he's one of the worst coaches of, in the league right now that still has a job. And that, that defense is pretty abysmal. Um, and then on the flip side of things, I think the Patriots are a well-constructed football team. Just generally speaking, I think they're better than people give their credit for. I know we were hard on them in large part because they were playing a hard schedule, but I think if you exclude the schedule, I think it, you just look at the sticks and bones of this team. I mean, uh, you know, really, really solid defense. Uh, obviously, the line is a little banged up, but that, it's typically pretty good. And then Mac Jones is somebody that has uh, experience and is at least competent at quarterback. So um, I like New England more than most people do. And I uh, am more weary about Miami than a lot of people uh, who think they're going to just run away with the AFC are.
2: <laughs> I'm on the complete other side of the fence. I mean, I, I understand this is... New England and, you know, Bill Belichick has, you know, good history against, you know, shutting down wide receiver ones. And, but even before Tua got to the Dolphins, the Dolphins always kind of win in New England. And um, Tua is 4-0 in his career against Bill Belichick. And I just don't really want to overthink this. I, I don't think the Patriots are capable of dealing with what I think is the best receivers in the league right now and this line isn't big enough to scare me away from taking the Dolphins. I think they'll win, and if they win, they should cover. It's only two points, so I'm on the Dolphins, personally. I
1: like the Pats here as well. I loved the Pats. So you gave me the red jersey nugget, but I think I'll stick with the Pats and the points. Uh, I don't know if I can pick a, a over-under as well, but I like under 46.5. I think the <laughs> Patriots defense like is reasonably good. They did give up you know 7 more uh to the pick 6 last week so maybe that's a situation where uh the scoreboard doesn't tell the whole story but they played okay um yeah I like the patriots here I'm so cold on primetime games I'm up this year but I'm old on primetime games I'm getting uh killed so I say patriots but if you're a, a dolphins better that should bring uh bring joy to your heart cuz I I also
0: lean the patriots here I'm sorry Adam I just and I know this is a game, let's just call them the Andrews of the world, are going to sit there on Monday if we're wrong, and they're going to say, oh my God, why didn't you take the Dolphins minus two and a half? It wasn't even a field goal. They're so much better than the Patriots. But I feel like the worm is turning. And I think Owen, what a lot of what he said was right. I think if the Patriots were in the NFC South, they would win the NFC South. If they were in the NFC North, they would win the NFC North. They play in a hard division. They could play the hardest schedule in the league, but I think they're actually a capable team and i thought mac jones with an actual offensive coordinator wasn't bad was pretty good so i'm i'm in on the patriots that's three patriots that's one dolphins we're taking the two and a half simply put
2: even if you pick the patriots you low key don't want them to win personally i don't, I don't know how you guys feel about this team but you know we, we have people in our lives that you know i just don't want them to win
0: yes i agree with that i would be happy if they're 0 two that would bring a smile to my face monday night football I know that there's two Monday night football games, the Panthers and the saints are playing, which is, I like this five o'clock, six o'clock thing for Monday night football, our time. I think that's genius, but we know what the big game is. Browns at Steelers. First time the Browns have been favored in Pittsburgh in 34 years, by the way, Browns minus two kill. You look distressed. You're a Steelers fan. Let's go to you.
1: Why I'm distressed is because, uh, In my heart, this is going to be a shellacking and the Browns are going to dance all over us. But uh, somehow that line of two and a half isn't making sense and it's pushing me to the Steelers uh, with the points. I think like the Steelers, uh, you just, you never know what you're going to get week in, week out. Uh, This seems like the spot where they give me some hope, only to then crush me in weeks like three to seven. So I'll take the two and a half. Uh, It has all the makings of, of what we saw last week where I'm just so, so wrong. But yeah, give me the Steelers.
0: I think that we want our team to be really good. I don't think they are good. And I think that Deontay Johnson and Cam Hayward are two guys that we could not afford to lose and we have lost. And I think the only reason why we will be taking the Steelers is because it's like the Steelers don't lose games at home and on prime time, especially after they've lost. But I think the Browns are just a good football team. I think they're better than us in every way they've beat us before in our building. I don't want to do it, but I'm taking the Browns. I maybe it's because I don't want to get my hopes up, but I didn't think pick it look good. And I think the Browns have a good defense. So I'll take the Browns Owen,
3: like you said it really well. I think they're better in every single way. Uh, and the Steelers, I don't think, I think this is the year where they Come back on Earth.
1: I agree. Let me say. I mean, we talked overthinking, underthinking. If this line was at four and a half points, and Cleveland was, you know, favored by even five points, I'd say, yeah, obviously, Clear's Day, Cleveland. The only reason that I'm going it's... Steelers is because. Why is it only two and a half points? It doesn't make yeah. sense to me. It feels like they want me to take the Browns. I so.
2: disagree. I think this is i I expected the Steelers to be favored I mean it's it's at home yeah. coming off a loss Mike Tomlin like I think the I think the market and like the general perception is that the Steelers win this game, so I don't think this line is that fishy. I think two and a half is kind of a good line for Mike Tomlin at home after a loss.
0: I don't know. I'm starting to have some negative thoughts about the Steelers this year, and it's really not making me happy. I'll tell you that much, but all right. Three Browns, one Steelers. Adam had an interesting take there, but I respect it. Um, All right. Let's get to the nominations. So we so far have our three. Now we have four noms from everybody here. We'll pick the best two and add them to our card. Adam, you... No, let's go Owen first. Let's hear it. I'm going to take
3: us to the the Bears versus the Buccaneers. Uh, And Tampa is, uh, according to the line I'm looking at, favored uh, by two and a half points. Uh, and I think they're kind of sneaky good. I think they're sneaky, solid football team. I think the defense, you know, I think uh, Tampa to me is very similar in a lot of ways to LA in the sense that you have a really, you know, solid team that kind of had issues at quarterback or changed that quarterback and then ended up uh, underperforming or playing worse than they were before. Uh, and I generally think Tampa Bay has a good defense. They have great pieces on defense. They're well coached defensively. And the reality is they have weapons on offense. Now, Baker Mayfield is not a good quarterback, but uh, just based on the amount he's talking in the media, I think we're getting to the point of the Baker Mayfield cycle where he's sort of reaching his peak um, confidence level. So we're going to see some, maybe some good quarterback play. Uh, and then on the reverse side of things, I just don't think Chicago is a good football team. I think they're bad. I think they're just... Uh, Poverty. Yeah, I don't think they're good. Co- I don't think they're good. And I don't think Justin Fields is a good
1: quarterback. Um, and so I'm looking to sell some more stock this week. Yeah, it was in that hour-long video we watched, Phil, on on the treachery of the Bears' offense. I closed that. I put money on the Bucs, and I sent it into our group, the consortium, and I said, this is the pick. Uh, I like the under, but I really like uh, Tampa, minus two and a half. It does not have uh, the makings of a rat line, from what I can tell. Uh, I think it's just kind of riding the off-season perception that the Bucs were going to be a dumpster fire. I'm hammering this. I really like the Bucks here. It was my first bet that went in. I'm trying not to overthink because I'm kind of in a pretzel right now, but uh, I'll just reinforce, yeah, Tampa Bay in, in Raymond James. I am in Raymond James.
0: I'm happy to submit that pick too. I like that one. I think we add it to the card. I think the part that sold me the most, and I think the Bears are a mess. I think they're poverty, but... When Owen said that we are reaching the peak of the Baker Mayfield cycle, he is so right because I can close my eyes right now and visualize Sunday night, checking my Instagram Baker. He signed on day four of free agency and he's two and zero, and then he's in the media and he's doing the sunglasses. Yeah. He's doing he the, eye, yeah, I woke up dangerous. The, the, get off my shoulder, little boy t-shirts. And then he's falling. You look, you look back at Thanksgiving and he's three and 10. That's what I'm expecting. So I'm in, I like it i'm on the i'm on the bucks adam can we get an approval from you too
2: yeah i really like that pick so well done guys
1: beautiful four for four which is heat no that no. is heat that's what i'm gonna say and, <laughs> and it was my pick but hearing owen talk about how it's so easy then i start thinking is it a rat uh, let's, let's be let's,
3: let's remember who owen is though
1: you're not talking to some
3: you're talking to a sharp here
2: me too me too this season i turn a new page
0: oh well let's
3: not put ourselves in the same category (laughs) one's a one-week wonder one did it over 17 so let's just keep that on the record (laughs) i like that
0: good separation okay so tampa's on the card now it's down to me and adam for the last one adam i want to hear yours first
2: why do you want to hear mine first i know mine is going to get turned down (laughs)
0: uh, <laughs> well, I really like mine. I really do like mine. But you go ahead.
2: I'm kind of on the on the overreaction train, and <laughs> I just I like the Seahawks plus five and a half against the Lions. Like, I I think it's too many points. I think these teams are kind of similar. They're they're almost. I I don't know. I think they're the same team. Uh, they're both good teams, but it's just too many points and. I think people are overreacting to the Seahawks losing to the Rams.
0: This to me is a rat line because I thought the exact same thing you did. But then the only thing I have to go off right now is where your over under number was. That's how I know how much Vegas respects you. And these two teams were like nine and a half, like right around the same number. So why are they putting this number so high? Because I think it's
2: because the Lions beat the Chiefs. So people (sighs) think the Lions are sick.
0: See, this is what I mean about I could jump myself into either side of the paper at any moment for either team this week. Mm-hmm. I I don't. I'm gonna back out because I just don't know.
3: I love Detroit.
0: Like in general, or just in, in this game? Yeah.
3: <laughs> both, both. Yeah, general in this game. So,
1: okay. Let me throw out a couple factors. And, and Phil, you're so right. This is like you know, uh, you could ask me ten times this week about this game, and I could give you ten different answers couple things. I agree. It is probably an overreaction. Oh, Detroit beat Detroit beat the Chiefs. Yeah. Yada, yada. There's also a factor of, okay, they did just beat the Chiefs. Now, do they take their foot off the gas a little bit? They start to feel like the man, is this the, you know, we're in the NFL, is this the wake-up call? Or did they get the extra three days to prepare uh, coming off the Thursday night opener? Uh, and that's a contributor to the line. So, uh, it's well put. There's way too many variables at play. Personally, I would stay away from this. Uh, I, I won't be betting on this game. Uh, if I had to, I think Adam's probably on the right track. It is a lot of points. Yeah, I, I'll uh, I'll pass as well. <laughs> That's a tough one.
0: Okay, we'll see if mine can gain some more traction here. And I know we just spent 10 minutes dumping on them, but the Buffalo Bills minus nine and a half against Vegas. Buffalo, home opener. Fans are going to be rowdy. That's point one. Point two, I know it was a short week, but they're going to be very motivated to right some wrongs and win this football game by a lot. And oh. we know we know the Bills, they have no problem running up the score on any team. Second point, the Las Vegas Raiders' talent gap between them and the Bills is pretty extreme, especially when we're talking about the Raiders' defense. I think the Bills will be able to walk up and down the field, and not to mention, I know De- Devontae Adams didn't practice today. So he could miss this game, and that would be an even bigger bonus. I think the Bills win this game like 40-10. to 10. I, I'm in on the Bills, because it's another one of those games where it's like 1-0 Raiders, 0-1 Bills. If it was the commoner making this line, they'd say, oh, there's maybe there's some problems with the Bills, but they're setting this line like this is last year's Bills. So I like it for that reason. I'm in. I like the 9.5. See,
3: see, Phil, when I saw this, um, I... I thought it was rat line the other way. I was like, why are they giving us so many free points here? Because uh, to me, this is a no-brainer. You take the Raiders. And so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take the Raiders.
0: But that's what I'm saying. They're ratting you to take the Raiders. They want you to take the Raiders. But the Raiders' defense can't stop Well, no, they
3: want me – they do want me to take the Raiders. So it is a rat-line in in that way. Yeah. but I'm going to do it anyway. It's basically what I'm saying. Double rat. You're sniffing a double rat. If
2: this was, yeah, I'm sniffing a double. If this was Bills last year versus Raiders last year, it's 13. It's not eight and a half.
0: Well, it's not the Raiders last year, but they're making the line like it's the Bills last year.
2: Yeah, I mean this this was a pick where I,
3: I also agree with Owen, which is kind of heat. Heat. Yeah, I was like, this is crazy. Like I was out of expected it to be five and a half. Like uh, Vegas has no idea what to do. But they see they seem confident, um, or at least the public does. So I like, I mean, Buffalo is just a fraud. I just hate Buffalo. I guess that's what it boils down to. I just don't think they're a good, very good football team.
2: I disagree there, but my logic was just a lot of points uh, in week two,
1: <laughs> which kind of worked last week. So I don't know. If, I don't know if Aaron Rodgers has gone public uh, with the name of his darkness guy, but. I feel like I need to sign on after <laughs> a week long retreat and just clear my head because, you know, I did start the season well, but I, I am in a pretzel looking at this game and everyone's making good points. Owen oh, making a really bad point, but is that a oh, oh, good point? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what I'm seeing right now. My heart tells me minus nine and a half, hungry dog runs faster. Uh, stick with the Bills. I think uh, I questioned Garoppolo's commitment to the grind. I think he got his win against uh, Denver and he probably He's like, good. to him, that's like a Super Bowl. And then he, you know, fires up the good strippers one and whatever. 15. So uh, I would go with Phil and take the nine and a half uh, and, and roll with the Bills. But what do I know? I don't mind the pick, Phil. Okay, let's do I it. I think we take that one.
0: Let's do it. Okay, so that's the card. To reiterate for the people at home, Vikings plus six and a half. New England Patriots minus two and a half. Cleveland Browns plus two. Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus two and a half. Uh, Buffalo Bills minus nine and a half. Maybe parlay them all together and let us know if it works out. I think that's going to work out. If we go 0-5, I'll do something. I don't know what it will be, but my, I will do something. Let's say that. And I can't say pee my pants anymore because that didn't work out the last time. But I will do something. My hand to God, I will. I refuse to go 0-5. All right. Well, what else do you want to hit? We got some time. Anything in sports or life that you really want to get out of your chest, Caleb? Uh,
1: Back at school now, uh, I guess just kind of a PSA. I'm having lots of problems in doorways right now. I was thinking about this today. Uh, I don't know, like it's just kind of a scumbag attitude there's people who will walk through a door if i'm 10 steps behind you don't hold it just be on your way yeah but if it's like a half a step make an effort uh so that pisses me off and then arguably worse is when i hold the door for somebody and they don't say thank you like i i just feel like we're getting away from uh the basics on that one slow walkers all your kind of back to school uh qualms so I don't know. Generally, though, I've been pretty happy. I've come on here and complained about a couple things, but are there uh, life's good?
2: Are there a lot of girls in your
3: classes?
1: (laughs) Why do you want to know?
2: Loaded because Calum has good stories when it comes to these things.
1: What about your like cost options or? I'm in three classes, all three engineering. So, uh, girl-wise, it's uh, the outlook is. You know, think Steelers season outlook. It's not good. <laughs>
0: good answer. I agree with you. The other thing that's getting me these days is lineups at doors to go into classrooms when people are coming out. It's like, maybe let's not swarm the door like bees so that the people can leave and then we can go in in an orderly fashion. Just an idea on my behalf. But I think that back to school is a bit of a trying time. I'm just more annoyed by people now. In these next few weeks than i am the rest of the year i feel like even though i always have something bubbling beneath the surface i'm always upset about something but i feel like i'm a little more vulnerable at these times
1: um yeah you, you never want to be the old man like yelling at the clouds and i've definitely gone through some wrestled with that myself like am i larry david like freaking out about people not saying thank the door thing whatever um but it, yeah i think you put it in a good way it's a heightened time and, hey, if the Steelers can go in and, and cover two and a half this week and even win outright, I probably won't give a shit about doorways next week. So there's a lot of factors at yeah. play. You'll be buying your own doorways. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> With his 75-cent units, yeah, he'll be doing it for sure.
1: Okay, all right. Got, We're going to put that to bed. I put a lot of money on the board last week, and uh, and I did pretty well. So
0: <laughs> Anything you want to hit, Owen? If not, I have a question for you
3: no life's been good i haven't had cool. any uh i haven't had any gripes really which is
0: good good well i wanted to know where you're at with alec manoa uh,
3: i'm out i'm out on alec manoa i'm out on the blue jays just generally speaking um but yes alec manoa specifically uh yeah i think he's a he's a he's a, a bit of a well he's he's a diva is what he is and he's the baby um and for those of you who don't know he was so he got he started the season, he was our opening day starter, and he pitched really, really poorly. He got sent down, uh, worked his way back up after a few starts, uh, pitched six games in the majors again to like a five ERA, or like a, almost a five ERA, got sent down to AAA because of performance issues and just decided he just wasn't going to report. And so he spent a month and a half taking up a roster spot in AAA while not pitching, um, and then just his camp just decided they were just never going to show up. So he's on the inactive list. He just decided he's not going to – he's kind of just done for the year, um, which is just a bad look for a team that's already kind of struggling. So, um, yeah, I mean, Alec Manoa, like I feel like if, if you get sent down for – like if you're, if you're pitching decent and you get sent down just because of roster numbers, like just the numbers don't make sense that's one thing I feel like you're in some ways entitled to be upset, but when it's performance related, I think you're just a clown. You're just making yourself look bad, Um, especially on a team that's as bad as the blue Jays. If you can't make the cut, then there's something really wrong with you.
0: Yeah. And they said he hasn't even picked up a ball since he got sent down. Like he's not working on anything. Like he's like, no, I'm good. Which is good because (laughs) he's like, no, I'm good. Like I'm actually just good. So I don't need to do that. It's like, ah, I don't know, dude, I'd pick up the ball.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, if he's not picking up a ball, it probably means he's not picking up much of anything else. And it means he's probably getting... Oh, he's picking you know, up the he's fork. A big guy. So yeah. He's picking up... That's what I was... Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get to. He's picking up the fork. So uh, we might not see him for a while, but I'm okay with that.
0: Well, I think he'll never pitch for the Jays again. It seems like this is kind of a, <laughs> a big deal and a big disagreement. So I would be rather surprised if he turned up in a Jays uniform again, personally.
3: Yeah, I'm on to in.
0: Let's go. Turn in the page. Turn in the page. I I do want to get this Babcock thing on there because I have been captivated by this story. For those who aren't don't know, he well, to understand a little bit about this guy, he's like your classic hard ass coach for anybody who doesn't follow hockey. He there was a player who he had in Detroit in his last year. And he was at 1,499 games played in his career. And all he had to do was play one more game to hit 1,500 for his career, which is a pretty major milestone. And he just healthy scratched him for the last six games of the season, didn't let him get to 1,500. He's like a notorious dick, really. And he was basically booted off the Maple Leafs because... Nobody liked him. And now he's finally gotten back in. He's with the Blue Jackets. And the first thing he's done with the Blue Jackets is when the players came in to meet him, he said, give me your phone. Let me look at your photos. I want to see what type of guy you are. And now he said, I actually just wanted to see pictures of their family. But it seems like there's more people saying through intermediary channels that he's just been saying, give me your phone, and in some cases, airplaying it to his TV in the office and just swiping through in front of them. I would be mortified if somebody went through my phone just because the explanations I would have to give for my pictures, I have like 2,500 of these things, and some of them make no sense, and they're so unfunny to anybody but me that I really would not enjoy this process at all. But I feel like this is like a major invasion of privacy to be honest with you i feel like a phone swipe through photos is about as intrusive as it gets for something on your phone
1: to me the the babcock stuff is so weird because i feel like growing up maybe i wasn't plugged in but uh like all those years with detroit in my mind he was such a well-respected coach uh there was like you know he was the guy uh, everyone looked at Babcock as, like, a great coach. Yeah, like I said, well-respected. And then it f- feels like the house of cards just all came, ki- like, you know, caving in, falling down, whatever. And within seconds, he's, like, coaching in Saskatchewan for, like, a college or a high school team. U of S. And he's just, like, kicked the curb. Yeah. Okay, Put some respect and, on uh, it. <laughs> so, I don't know. That was a weird fall from grace. I don't know, like, the last time I've seen something like that uh in sports, and especially in hockey, where usually that kind of personal stuff, really uh you don't hear about so can i say
3: the, the worst part of this story too uh and it's kind of on brand for him was uh johnny goudreau coming out and, and sitting down and having an interview where he basically said that there's no like no issue with it that it was totally fine and he was actually happy to share <laughs> photos of his wife and his family and stuff with with uh with coach Bab. so um, if you didn't already need, like, have enough evidence to tell you what type of guy Johnny Goudreau is, uh, this is another one where he's he's not willing to go, you know, he doesn't go to bat for his teammates, so just, uh, you know, really on brand for him.
0: Yeah, well, I bet he's got some strange photos on there. He's an odd duck. So I'm. if I was him, I would be a little more concerned. But again, I don't know the guy. But this is also the guy who said he wanted to be close to home, but not too close to home. People forget that. So let's make sure that that's on the record. He's probably got a lot of photos because he's still about eight hours away from home, but he's closer to home than he was here. So win-win for him. Uh, Adam's been strangely quiet during this. If you've got anything on phone pictures, go ahead. Uh, I don't have much. All right. Good punt. That was good. You pinned us inside the ten there. It's going to be tough. We're seeing the shadows of our goalposts, but if you have anything you want to get off, go ahead, birthday guy.
2: I mean, I don't know if this is just a me thing, but but I've been seeing a lot of people talking on the internet lately about receipts and how bad receipts are for you because they're made of like weird plastics, and that's kind of been trending, at least for me, for the past couple of days. And uh, all I really got to say is, I hope you're not eating your receipts. Like I don't know why people are scared of touching a receipt. Like, sure it's plastic and it's paper, but like people are acting like if you ask for a receipt out of store, you're gonna like get skin cancer in ten years. So I, I'm just I'm just kinda annoyed at all the like health people online. Those are the people that have been getting to me lately. The vegetable oils, receipts, uh <laughs> that kind of stuff. That like kind of stuff wow. annoys me
3: so i'm not i'm not i'm not a receipt train but just as a matter of just accuracy I think the concern like from what I understand and again I'm not an expert is that there's like BPA's, which are I guess these sort of toxic things yeah sort of particles and I guess they can be absorbed through the skin apparently is what i'm is what I'm saying
2: yeah I mean if if you're so, like so... licking your receipts or like sleeping in a bag of receipts or something I'm sure you would absorb some bpas eventually but i I doubt it's happening during the two second, put it like grab it from
3: the cashier and put it in the bag. Well, I'm reading a paper here that says BPA can migrate onto the skin and be absorbed when handling these papers. So I don't know what handling again, i mm. you know, well, not an expert. This is a quick I
2: mean, Anyone who knows Owen well would know that he would be on this train. Like he was going to be on this take no matter what. He's kind of this exact type of person, but
3: yeah, no, nothing <laughs> I mean- more to say. <laughs> I mean, that's absurd, but uh, yeah, I just, it's more more for the sake of accuracy is, is, is why I'm speaking on this. Yeah,
0: that's okay. I mean, call me crazy, but I don't, you know, I'm not reading too much into BBAs or any of this stuff. Maybe I'm just, you know, a boomer dinosaur, but I would, I my bigger concern with receipts is I don't like the way that they feel in my hand. I think that the paper is just a little bit yucky for me. I don't know if that makes me a princess or something, but it just, that's my problem with receipts. And I don't like that when I put my nail, sometimes you see the cashier do this, she digs her, she throws her nail around where you do the, I don't know, the entry to get the gift card, whatever it is. And she highlights it with her nail and then it imprints in there. That's not for me. And I know this is related to the BBAs. I get that. I'm not stupid. I just, you know, my personal comments on the situation.
1: What about uh, what about the toilet paper at the U of C? Because that's receipt adjacent. Like, my ass has been bleeding since I mean, day one. That's like <laughs>
2: 0. 0.1 ply. I don't know. I, I want to go to the factory where they get that toilet paper and see the process. Because they are working extra hard to make that toilet paper as thin as possible. It's unbelievable. You need to, like, 40 layer it just to make sure
1: it doesn't rip while you're wiping. <laughs> <It's great.
0: laughs> oh. Relatable content, for sure.
1: I, like I found a good one. I'll put you on to a good one next time I see it.
0: Thank you. Please walk me through it. That would be great. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's not much... Go- like. It feels good to have sports back, where we're still kind of at that point where it's not all the way back. But this, I guess... The basketball stuff that's got me going this week is I do love the Rockets trying to trade Kevin Porter like nothing happened. They're like, he's on the block. So if anybody wants him, come get him. It's like he fractured a woman's neck while she was sleeping. So I'm not going to be trading for him. I do also love that LeBron is taking it within himself to be a hero and bring usa basketball a gold medal i like that he's already positioned himself as the hero who's going to do the hardest job ever and win usa basketball a gold medal
1: i'm not like the world's biggest basketball guy domestic violence is something that i am you know to me it's black and white i'm against it you know i agree yeah, with i'd that. like to also disavow
0: yes
2: i think we've taken the stance on the podcast before but i i don't think there's anything wrong with reiterating this uh i think i think i'm in your boat there
3: well i don't think i don't think there's actually a limit on i'll reiterate it a million times if i have to just so people know
0: yeah what about the guy what about the guy on the hornets who went live on instagram and he was just off every drug known to man and then I thought that was the end of him I was like oh like they're going to cut him I wake up two weeks later I kind of forgot about the whole thing still on the roster and actually leaving comments disparaging his teammates I don't know if you saw that this morning where he was like (laughs) and he like added the guy he was like at Max Williams should not be playing over me name one thing he can do that I can't (laughs) so respect stay sober yeah stay sober that's a good another good piece of advice for life so yeah well, anyway, 10, I would say for sure. 10.
1: How could it not be a 10? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. My mom gave Monday's episode a 10, by the way.
0: That's great. Oh, let's go. Tell yeah. her.
2: Thank you. Is she going to be listening to this one? Of course. Yeah.
1: What's, What's her, her name? Her? Yeah. Well, I was going to. No, We're not getting into all that. <laughs> I no. was just, just going to shout her out. Yeah. I was going to say hi to her.
0: Yeah. No. Like a specialized Our... shout out. Thank you uh, to Caleb's Italian mother for supporting the show. I actually think Caleb and I played basketball together ten years ago and I actually think his mom drove me home once. So
1: Wasn't they, Owen on that team? Yeah. But Owen still was what they the say? I, I still I, I don't want to receive. My dad coached I'd, you, I'd like dude. to see a picture. Maybe you can airdrop me something. A la yeah. Mike Abcock. I was a pretty pretty low key uh,
3: member of the of the team. I wasn't a big contributor, you could say.
1: The thing about Uh,
0: Calum is you. But I was there. (laughs) The thing about Calum, you meet him once, you know, you're not going to get him mixed up with anybody else. He is a one of one. So,
2: Caleb would never be the guy on the 53 man roster that you don't know his name.
3: Yeah. Well, what I remember from that team is I went to the tryout, and it's you know 100 kids in a gym, and there was one kid that was you know wearing a headband, and he was screaming, and he was yelling, and he was you know calling out every help, and I was like. Man, I hope that guy's not on my team. Uh, and then I show up to my practice and that guy was on my team. I don't know who, <laughs> <you> know, unrelated. <laughs> oh, my dog.
0: You did like a good headband. That's true. I forgot that. You still also, still yeah, does. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you also loved the song Tuesday by I Love Malkinin because you were playing that every practice when it came out for about three months. Um, but yeah. Anyway. We'll be back. Same four people on Sunday night, breaking down the games, which is good. I'm looking forward to another week of football. So, Oh yeah.
2: Go ahead. I so I just, sorry. I, I have to say thank you to Owen. Um, I asked him for some life advice on the last show because I was going into Monday night football, worried about my, my picks. And uh he gave me the great advice of don't watch the game and figure it out later, which is what I did. I didn't watch the game And if I did, I'm sure I would have been in a roller coaster of emotions, but I just didn't watch, came back, Jets win, I was happy. So shout
1: out Owen for that advice.
3: Yeah, that's the way to do it.
1: Probably too late for this now, but we talked about it over the group chat. Uh, I think Rams need to be in frisky. I don't think they're on serious. I think they're certainly frisky. (laughs) I think it is too late It is a little little bit too
0: late for that right now. By about...
1: Well, uh, we're still recording, so I just want that on tape.
0: Yeah, you missed the deadline by about 96 hours, but... You know, there's a new deadline coming up in 72 hours or whatever it is. So that's good. I think I got that mixed up. But anyway, all right, we'll be back Monday morning. See you guys then. Have a good weekend.